Chrissy over here, she joined us for a Magic the Gathering tournament. She absolutely smoked us last night at Magic with her ridiculous deck. <laughs> her freaking math degree into building the most perfect deck. Hello everyone, welcome to Trace Atlantic Conversations, the podcast. Honey, that's turn off my titties. I would have more. Uh, yeah, is that is that going on YouTube? Lowering your cameras, like hello everybody, welcome to Shreds of Planet Conversations. Aria, is it your turn now? Are you gonna show us your titties? No, no. Why not? You have some nice titties. We went over this. We're not doing dirty banter today. Only Magic the Gathering. Spent all night researching Magic the Gathering things, right? Yeah, until 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, and she absolutely smoked us last night at Magic with her ridiculous deck. <laughs> Bringing her her freaking math degree into building the most perfect deck. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, that third match where it was where I finally lost, it was just because like I couldn't get my shit together because I hadn't taken my meds that day, so I was like starting to like laughing hysterically yeah it was pretty good but i could have ended that like so much quicker if i hadn't like i was like replaying the events in my mind and i'm just like why didn't i do this or that like i had the cards to do what i needed to do but i was just too like Bleh. <laughs> like oh you lose half your deck oh now i'm just gonna laugh and fiddle i know around. i thought that was like, gonna be a deal breaker i thought that was i it. know like, you I... made you made them mill half their decks what yeah, and then they then they on me, so I was just like, oh, but it's still really funny to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I th I think like five percent of the audience for this show are gonna be like, oh, Magic the Gathering, cool. The other ninety five percent are gonna be like, what the fuck are these nerds talking about? Come at them with some nerd shit. What yes. if we do dirty nerdy banter? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. And here's another land, another land, a land. Monster, finally, yes, monster! Oh, thank God. We're our own monsters! I, I screwed myself that last game. Like, I, 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 I had I some high... Screwing yourself. I, I had some <laughs> high-cost creatures. I, I was looking at my hand at the beginning. I was like, oh, I have three land. I'll be fine. I'll get some creatures that cost less than four. It took me a good solid minute. By that time, you you're already blowing us out of the water with your life link and your vigilance and all that shit. I had 30, 32 health by the time y'all finally had like three monsters on the field. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Gotta admit, uh, math, math. I don't know if you're there for that game. Um, uh, with a certain somebody, he um, I I ended the game with like eighty life. Because I just, I had what? a ridiculous amount of life gain. It was beautiful. What the fuck? 80, 80 life? Yes, it was beautiful. I love so it. For those who don't know, you start with 20 and you normally only gain one at a time. Yeah. 80? 80, yep. Okay, so remind me not to mess with you. <laughs> Did you like my one flyer that was black that had vigilance, lifelink? No, um, not at all. Uh, first strike was a, at that time like a six six. It was terrible. I know. So what happens? What happens in Magic: The Gathering when like a queen dies? <laughs> queen dies <laughs> that is a fantastic. Well, most, everybody celebrates, just like in real life. I heard that somebody, uh, some old lady, died this week. 
on the on the TV told me. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> side to side. I think I heard something about that. Yeah. What was her name? Died. I thought it was just some old lady named Elizabeth Mary that a whole bunch of British people are like, Meh. who cares? Like, I don't give a fuck about that old lady. I honestly don't care about some dirty old colonizer who pillaged multiple nations and fucking continents just so she could be a piece of shit. Mm. There's a reason why, you know, she's older than some some uh, African nations, and that's because she helped to stabilize it. Fuck that old lady. She did, shouldn't she? Well, she she's on sat on a throne of stolen like goods and opulence, and was just a fucking dirty old bitch. That's why I'm really happy that like, um, if you if you if you really think about it, what's his name? Prince Charles. I don't know his last name because fuck that dude. He's going to be, he's their, like, country's longest intern, and he's going to have, like, the shortest fucking, like, reign. I, um, I did a little bit of reading this morning. Um, there's, there's some show that I don't watch. The The Crown. Does anybody know about The Crown? I've heard, I heard about, about that. Watch it. Yeah, it's a, a drama about the, the royal family. And, um, there's a storyline in it about how Queen Elizabeth II, um, butted heads with Margaret Thatcher because Margaret Thatcher um, refused to put sanctions on apartheid South Africa. Um, I, I looked into it a little bit. It doesn't look like that actually happened because Queen Elizabeth II was notorious about not getting involved in the politics of of the UK. So <clears throat> while, while apartheid was going on, apparently Elizabeth was quite quiet. Yeah, she was napping while, you know, atrocities are being committed. And we know how this goes. If you're going to be silent when I'm being oppressed, you're just as bad as the oppressors. Yeah. Like, fuck that old lady. From what I understand, the, the monarchy doesn't have a, a huge role in the actual governance or did not have a huge role in the actual governance of the, the colonies during Elizabeth's reign. But at the same time, she's a figurehead. Yes, she's a figurehead yes. that the British people took very, very seriously, and she did not use her platform to good means. With that, as far as that's well, concerned, I, I like a good example of like the Japanese emperor is. Um, so you know, we all know Japan has done some horrible atrocities, especially during World War II and before, and still to this day commit some really terrible stuff by ign uh, ignoring the fact of their. Um, and not apologizing for it um but one of the things that happened with like their their current emperor was he he now has you know some trans representation inside of the um the government even though he doesn't play a part of the government he spoke out and was like yo hey you know it's not a bad thing it's a good thing he well then the the crown prince of you know japan the empress the emperor's child got a death threat from some old angry dude who put two knives crossed on his desk. Like, you have a responsibility. And mind you, his kid wasn't in any danger because it's really hard to get to these very rich people. But when you have the ability and the opportunity and you know it's not going to affect you, why wouldn't you do the right thing? Why wouldn't mm -hmm. you speak for people who are marginalized? Mm -hmm. So... Elizabeth Alexandria Mary, or however her middle name is pronounced, when when she died and the Grim Reaper came up, she's just like, was I a good royalty? You know, that bitch was just like, no, no fucking royalty is good and kicked her right into hell. 
70 years 70 years she was in power and she didn't she didn't do anything to advance the the common good of humanity i don't think i think she took advantage of her privilege and her position and 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 i hear the media privilege she had like how much land she owns a shit ton of land and Mm -hmm. she doesn't give it she doesn't let people live there for free or anything but she's wealthy as fuck like fuck that old lady Four hundred million dollars in in wealth assets there that she's you know where's her money five hundred million where's her money gonna go you know I hear I hear the news they say oh queen, the the queen she 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 loved to to go on walks and go through the valley and and her purse was just just like everyone else a phone and keys and wallet and and I'm like right because like this is just so gross and she is responsible for the death of millions and is a representative of 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 the the last centuries multiple centuries of, of oppression of of colonization and and eons yeah this piece of shit you know it's mm-hmm. funny it's it's been kind of i tried to do some reading about the british monarchy in preparation it's been hard to do it lately because all of the the most of the major news outlets have been putting out fluff pieces like that's exactly like, right so little of substance going on. It's like, oh, Queen Elizabeth, like taking strolls, and she went to such and such country with such elegance. It's like, uh, okay, uh-huh. right? Like, oh, if, if the best that can be said about you and when you die is that you um took strolls in mm-hmm. not so affluent areas while you were filthy sinking rich with a fuck ton of bodyguards, like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that doesn't sit well with me. That just tells me you're a piece of shit. Like, if mm-hmm. you were to be like, oh, what was what was that that president um uh, i forget what his name was he builds houses now oh jimmy like, carter yeah like sure i think there's no such thing as a good president because you know i'm just weird but <laughs> that guy's at least trying to make up for being a part of a system that was a piece of shit system and uh, jimmy mm. carter is 175 years old beat cancer and he's out building houses yeah i love whereas it whereas queen is queen elizabeth is like Hold on real quick while I walk in this poor people area with my purse and my bodyguards off cam. Fuck Elizabeth Mary. So we can safely say that she is a war criminal undeserving of, of respect. Oh, without a doubt. Fuck that old lady. You know, right now with England fucking like mourning, this is the perfect time for every country to go to England and get their stolen shit back. Like, fuck that old lady. You're going to hear me say that multiple times because fuck that That's okay. That's okay because I don't hear this going out anywhere. I tried to look it up. I tried to look up. Yeah, because a lot of people think it's disrespectful to talk bad of the dead. If you don't want me to talk bad about you when you die, don't be a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. Plenty of it going on on left book and left Twitter. Oh, I love the memes coming from this. The memes make, they just bring me Mm -hmm. such joy. If Marie Kondo is here right now, she would be like, this brings you much joy. We're going to keep this. Yeah, there's that meme floating around about um, African independence. And um, I don't know if it's all of them, but a vast majority of African countries um, became independent sometime during Queen Elizabeth's uh, reign. Granted, the monarch doesn't have a lot of direct control over those kinds of things, but again, this is a figurehead we're talking about, somebody who's very important, somebody who's taken very seriously by a good chunk of the, the British public and did not use their platform to very worthwhile means. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are rightfully upset because the 
um, British history of dividing African countries as well as other parts of the world like India and Pakistan along lines that caused, um, you know, um, a lot of turmoil, a lot of wars, a lot of conflicts. The, the British Empire has a very, very bad history of causing a lot of disruption for a lot of people around the world. Yes. <clears throat> and she I, could have... Um, uh... Yeah, I, I read this morning, this was before Queen Elizabeth, but still relevant, I think. Um, India, during the independence of India and Pakistan, the British Empire bungled it majorly. They put people in charge that did not understand the the ethnic divides or the religious divides of the um, Indian and Pakistani people. They originally divided Pakistan in half, which later became Pakistan and Malaysia, if I'm mm -hmm. remembering correctly. Um, they, um, before official independence, they set up an Indian parliamentary system that was divided on religious lines. And this caused a lot of religious strife and religious conflict in, in the nations. And um, during the British pullout of India and Pakistan, it was so rushed that it led to a full-on civil war. So just an absolutely horrible history of fucking up other peoples and other nations. Yeah, this partition displaced between 10 and 20 million people along religious line, creating a overwhelming calamity in a newly constituted dominion it's yeah. estimated that uh, between 200,000 to 2 million people died during migration and i really think that's the more the more pressing thing to talk about because we can we can rag on queen elizabeth as a person the the real important substantive things here are the lasting effects of Br british colonialism on the rest of the world and elizabeth was a symbol of that colonialism she was like so, we all know. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we all know the history of like what England has literally done to the rest of the world while trying to colonize shit. Like, what's, what's scary, Lucy, is that the history is not being taught. And so only those that, that are, you know, it's not being taught in our schools. I mean, hell, the, the, the Holocaust isn't even being taught currently in schools among, uh, among like eighth like, graders and ninth graders. At least in conservative states. Yeah, mainly Republican and conservative states have this silly notion that, like, if you ignore history, it, it never happened. Whereas, you know, the rest of the world is like, well, there's evidence of that. And it's, you know, I don't really, like, at this point, I've stopped caring about uh, Republicans and conservatives and what they, what they desire. Because these are the same people who, um, in order to make math easier for some of their, like, uh, what was it? Standardized testing tried to get rid of pi for <laughs> some of the stuff that's in there. <laughs> it was really dumb. Like at this point, if you're still a Republican slash conservative, to me, you're just—I'm sorry—you're just of low standing. I know it comes off as elitist, but like, fuck them too. Okay, and scene. Okay. Oh my God! Hi, Cynthia. How are you? I am doing good today. I get to wear our all my fall um clothing because it's starting the weather starting to dip so that means uh hot chocolate and pumpkin spice season is just around the corner mm -hmm. yes. okay so hi cynthia welcome to the show today so glad to have you as our guest co-host again well thank you guys for having me 
Thank you for being here. Aria, Lucy, so glad to have you both here again as my wonderful co-hosts of Transatlantic Conversations, the podcast, elevating the trans community and giving voice to marginalized groups. All right. Well, I wrote a little bit of something uh, for uh, today's uh, episode. I'd like to read it, if you don't mind. Please. Yeah, of course. All right. In this post, I'm going to be talking about J.K. Rowling, her new book, the pseudonym she chooses to write the book under. And finally, I am going to point out the dangers of print of these printings and the beliefs that can be used on such large audiences. Before I begin, I will make I want to make something very clear. Miss Rowling is entitled to her opinion no matter how wrong it is. With that said, I have the right to rip her opinion a new one and point out what I believe the dangers are of her book. So let's talk about her new book. It is called The Black Ink Heart. In this book, it talks about how the protagonist, who is transphobic, and the online wrath they receive. Where the protagonist is the victim of cancel culture. This book, in my opinion, is nothing more than her own self-reflection of her own anti-transphobic fears, and beliefs, putting herself as the victim in the story. Many critics and people believe that this story mirrors the same scenario that she is currently facing right now in the world when it comes to the issue of transphobia. In other words, in my opinion, it is nothing more than 1,024 pages of pure hate and trash writing. Now let's look at the pseudonym she used to write this book under. She used the pseudonym Robert Gilbraith. Who is Robert Gilbraith? He was an American psychologist who was famous for his anti-LGBTQ beliefs and his experiments involving gay conversion therapy. Miss Rowling denies that she chose the pseudonym because of Robert Gilbraith's personal beliefs but it is pretty hard to deny the similarity in beliefs. Let's just say she is telling the truth for the moment, and she doesn't, and she didn't choose the name of Robert Gilbreth because of his personal beliefs. At the very least, it looks, does not look good when the pseudonym of an American psychologist who has very anti-LGBTQ views and famous for his horrendous gay therapy expressions. You would think an intelligent individual would choose a pseudonym that is not tied to such horrific acts. I personally believe she chose his name because it matches her beliefs perfectly. Now let's look at the dangers of this book. With anti-trans laws on the rise being passed by state legislators, where violence against trans individuals is on the rise, this book can easily be used to further transphobic feelings in the general population. In the world right now, trans individuals are suffering from some of the highest levels of violence in recent years. Because of these transphobic policies and literature, every person has their famous book or books. One of the reasons why we all love certain books is that we can easily see ourselves 
as or relate to the protagonist in, in the story. In my opinion, what makes this book very dangerous is the people who see themselves as victims because of their transphobic beliefs and will relate to the protagonist in the uh, let's see here will see themselves in the story to the point where they might start to act violently against trans individuals. In conclusion, I want to express my fears about this book that Miss Rawlings has just produced. In my personal opinion, this book has too many similarities to the very famous work that was produced in 1925 called Mein Kampf. The main similarity is the protagonist is a victim of the pers uh, persecution from the others. Another similarity is the protagonist is justified in their hateful beliefs. The final similarity that's, is that someone with a highly unstable uh, mind will see themselves as the victim in this book and will act violently. In their unstable mind, they will see that they have suffered a great injustice has been done to them, and the only resolution is to use violence of the extreme measure. If you agree with what I have written here, please tell everyone not to buy this book. Uh, the end. I think, I think at this point, her claiming that she didn't choose this name intentionally to me... That's kind of like how um, she's saying, like, oh, no, I chose this. I didn't choose this name because of what it stands for. Like, yes, you did. It, it's there's no doubt in my mind that, that that she chose that for a purpose. And it's all a part of her silly thought processes. She did that intentionally. Well, not... whether well, like, well, my opinion is uh, whether you believe it or not, I believe she is an intelligent woman and she didn't do this on accident. Because you could have chose any name. You could have chose any name in the book. And most intelligent people would probably do their due diligence and research to make sure that the name is not tied with something bad. Well, the thing that the thing that really, you know, sinks her ship on this is the fact that it's written by her. Everybody knows it's written by her. She could have just used J.K. Rowling's. She chose that that pseudonym for a reason. It, it's exactly what it is on its face. She's just a piece of shit transphobic person who is trying again to pull the wool over some people's eyes. Some people who for some reason are still on the fence about her shittiness. But it's just like when she liked that um, all those Twitter posts of the transphobic stuff and oh, I'm just standing up for women's rights. Like she's just trying to hide the fact, make it basically put up a smoke screen that she's just a piece of shit. She's not a her. What's the word for it? Turf, a trans exclusionary radical feminist. Mm -hmm. Yep, she's a turf. Um, Nobody likes turfs. Not even turfs like turfs. Well, to put it in a simple term, she's just a bitch. Let's just call it what it is. As a bitch, I take offense to that. <laughs> yeah, Cynthia. Jeez. I'm a silly bitch, and I wouldn't even want to be labeled as like shit doesn't want to be labeled in the same category as J.K. Rowling. Fuck her. Now, as a kid, I wasn't allowed to read or watch Harry Potter. And then as an adult, when all this stuff with Rowling unfolded, I didn't care to. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't missing much. Now, what will we say to those that are going to say to me, uh, how can you say somebody's words are dangerous? It's just a book. 
Have they never I, been to the dictionary? I would say about Rowling specifically, she is a more generally friendly and inviting face of transphobia than some of the more overt and obvious forms of transphobia that we experience from say members of the republican party because uh -huh. she um she she coats her transphobia in an air of feminism and an air of respectability and that makes it seem more reasonable and worthwhile to people that might be on the fence on trans issues so um in one sense that could be seen as particularly insidious so what is transphobia from the web md transphobia describes someone who has hate fear disgust for transgender people or anyone who does not fit into the male female gender binary for example a transphobic person may express disgust for a quote tomboy or for a masculine appearing person wearing a dress another example would be jk rowling and another example would also be more of jk rowling's work well, personally, and like I said, this is just my opinion, I find it to be pure disgusting. Uh, she has a large base of people who are, you know, love her work on the Harry Potter series of books. And, you know, the books before it, the books during the Harry Potter series, and now the new series. So she has quite a large following of people. But now when she starts writing, uh, this other work that is not Harry Potter, that same base that is so enamored by what she has to say, in my opinion, a, um, a, good, a fair number of them are going to read this new book and start to pick up and saying, you know what, um, I agree with her. She is right. She is justified in her transphobic fears. And that's what scares me. Well, when it becomes normalized, when that kind of language becomes normalized among our cultures, same we saw with Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais, when we have comedians using their platform to uh, denigrate an entire group of people and invalidate their existence, we'll see that it becomes normal for people to begin to say, well, you know what, maybe these people are right because their voices are being heard over actual human beings like us. Our voices are not being heard, whereas those that are against our existence are because they are using their platform for ill intent and it's and it's causing dangerous effects for our community well i'd like to also point out the very same things that are happening to trans individuals currently in the past couple years or you know going on right now mirror perfectly with what happened in germany in the late 30s mm-hmm Exactly. Well, that's exactly true, because in 1923, when Hitler attempted this coup against the country, he used Jewish people as uh, as a scapegoat for the reason of losing World War One. So the reason that in, in Hitler's eyes, why Germany lost World War One was because of democratic socialist Jewish people infiltrating the government and causing the decline of their strength. And so then he was sent to prison then he came back out. And because they glorified this man, they became comfortable with him just like people are comfortable with jk rowling and this language and i'm not equating at all by any means that jk rowling is, is hitler i'm just saying the parallels of, of language of being normalizing hatred like this is the same in, in nazi germany is exactly what they did they spoke ill of jewish people no one stood up for them and over time the hatred uh rose above anything else and it was easy for the government to to eradicate them because the people stood by and said well 
you know, maybe they do have a have an idea. Maybe they are just a delusional thinking that you know they're who they say they are. So it's a it's a it's a tricky it's a tricky slope. I think that we're on, and I don't think if we I think if we don't stand up and 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 stand against this that anything good will happen. So it's it's our obligation as as people of marginalized groups to stand up for each other and ensure that that we're seen and heard. Well, I think it goes back also to what I said before is um, you're going to be quiet while other people are suffering. Then you're just as bad as the shithead who's doing terrible shit. Like, let's be honest. You can't just sit by and twiddle your thumbs while people are suffering. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a challenge to um, get groups of people to stand up for the rights and freedoms for other groups which they're not a part of even within the lgbt community itself the trans community has historically been marginalized within the broader community um a lot of uh cis gay people for example have looked to, to the trans community and been like oh no we're the we're the proper good civilized normal gays we're not like those trans people over there so it's it's definitely a challenge and you're all absolutely right that we have to we have to have alliances with fellow marginalized people there's no way around it let's go back to her large group of people who follow her work if you get enough of those people uh buying her book and then starting to believe what she says that does have repercussions that will last uh, for years to come. Because sooner or later, she's going to find someone who in their mind is a victim of what they believe cancel culture is. Maybe they've experienced, uh, they've lost a job because they spoke out about their, you know, their transphobia. And I'm glad the work whoever fired person X got rid of them. But they're going to feel like they're a victim and they feel like they have to lash out in such an extreme measure in the end because that is the only resolution to it. Yeah, absolutely. People, marginalized people are always put in an unfortunate defensive position where even when we're standing up for ourselves, like in the case of workplace discrimination, obviously that uh, that that gets phrased as the marginalized person doing something wrong for standing up for themselves. Cynthia, any last words on uh, J.K. Rowling and, and her obscenities and stupidity and existence? Uh, yes. Uh, the fact that she claims to be a feminist, I find highly insulting because, and this is why I want people to understand this, to me, feminism is basically the empowerment of uh, women, regardless of, you know, what, um, how can I say, what your definition of a woman is. And I also want to point out to something to uh, J.K. Rowling, that within the marginalized groups that she is attacking, there, you're just feeding the narrative that is being pushed by social media. If you look at like Twitter's uh, top sites, or if you look at Facebook's top sites, they're all conservative. The top five or ten is like conservative. And so when you keep feeding this narrative in, it does affect people, especially younger people who are very impressionable and can easily be manipulated. Thank you.
you so much, my beautiful friend and my lovelies. You have a good day. Thank you. Aria, Lucy, thank you for being here as always. Always a pleasure. Now I'm off to go slay God. (laughs) I'm going to a doctor's appointment. Oh, Lucy, you could tap my lens any day. Ooh. (laughs) Do you want to summon my monster? Oh, yeah. Tramples all over that prostate. (laughs) I want to lifelink up with you later. Ooh, don't worry. I'm gonna I'm use my death touch to finish it. Never. I mean, no. to Magic the Gathering nerds, they're gonna be like. Hell is dial up. You know, like, you know that there's a better up there, but every time oh, you yeah. walk like it sounds like you're fucking murdering a fucking transformer oh yeah i know that sound Mm -hmm. mom get off the phone i'm getting on the internet no put the phone down i need to use the internet